everybody, and welcome back to Joe Meets World, episode 156, Can You Believe It?, in which we watched episode 21 of season 7, the final season of Boy Meets World, Angela's Ashes. Joining me this week, uh, after a little bit of a delay that will not matter to anybody that listens to this in the future, is my good friend, my brother from another mother, my muse, my poop noodle, Mr. Chuck Hallman. Hey, Chuck. I don't like that you stole poop noodle from me. (laughs) That was my opener, and now Uh I got nothing. Yeah. Now I'm floundering. Welcome to hell, bitch. Got me on the back heel. (laughs) How are you? I'm just super. How about you? Uh, You know, life is a garden, dig it. (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. Um, I'm debating whether to do the questions or whether just to go into what I wanted to do. Uh, we'll do. It's your, it's your show, baby. I know, I know. It's been a while since we recorded, so a lot of stuff's gone on. Um, so I was very excited because I went to Gen Con Indie, which, by the way, because you're you you have a passing knowledge of Gen Con. We've talked about Gen Con. Sure. Do you know why it's called Gen Con? Uh, I do. That's why I'm asking. I yeah, it's isn't it? Isn't it that one bitch Jen? <laughs> the one that's outrageous, truly, truly outrageous. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Um, Damn. Apparently, it started up in Geneva, Michigan. So it was literally. Geneva convention and then like just as time went on and I think it moved to Indianapolis in like the late 90s they just it's Gen Con they start calling it Gen like it's just the thing it's the it's the Utah Jazz it's we just we call it a thing so we're gonna keep calling it a thing huh what I found out about that is that there's a Geneva about 20 minutes away from me so the fact that like there's another Geneva convention was just a little bit of it was just odd, but anyway. So went to Gen Con Indy and was bumming around, and uh, went by a booth. I should have written down their name, but I didn't think of this until we were doing the Patreon. Um, little company had a bunch of dice towers, and there was a really cool, like Cthulhu head dice tower where it was just his tentacles formed like the barrier around the side, and it was painted and everything. And so he had his eyes all there. I'm like, that's really cool. And my buddy Colossus is like, well, you want it? I'm like, uh, yeah, but I mean, I got a dice tower. I don't need another dice tower. He's like, fuck it. I'll buy it for you. Let's get it. And then just as we were kind of going to get it, our other buddy Ricky just picks up this like 18-inch tall Cthulhu with wings resin print like grasping out a hand dice tower. And he's like, or do you want this one? And I'm like, I want the big one with the wing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the weird part is it was considerably larger but it was unpainted and that's why i think it it was only five dollars more oh really yeah so that's where it's like ah. and then part of it too is because there was a little dunce cap for like you, you know how it goes where got people i don't know if you know anyone that's done it but people have gotten the whole thing of like oh if this my d20 rolls really well i put it on a throne or like you know dice jail and yeah, so there's a there's I'm, a little I'm aware of the zeitgeist. Yeah. So it's a little dunce cap. 
so rather than dice jail, it's just putting a dunce cap on and be like, you were a bad die. Bad. I die. like that. That's at least funny. I did it the other day because you know how I do my first roll of the day. Yeah. And I rolled a two and I'm like, this is it's it's it must be done. Just put a little dunce cap on it. Like, fuck you. Um, nice. But I love I that's what I've been using now. <laughs> that's what I've been using now for my first uh, roll of the day is my Cthulhu dice tower. And that's I thought you'd <clears throat> get a kick out of it. I might maybe if we see each other, maybe I'll bring it down. I'll just show you a picture or whatever. Yeah, we could put it on the tip of your never mind. That's inappropriate. Uh, no. So tell me. So so sure. Sure. So tell me, Chuck, Jeez. since the last time we recorded, what is something that made you happy? Um, I had ice cream. <laughs> Good for you. Yep. Good for you. No one yeah. can stop you. No nope. one can stop you. I don't. Eat ice cream. That what, was kind, me. what kind of ice cream was it? What? What kind of ice cream was it? Uh, it was banana, actually. Oh. Ugh. What? No, no, sir. No, sir. Okay, well, podcast over. <laughs> Almost. Uh, it would have been funnier if that came up next episode. <laughs> yeah. Podcast over. Um,. What was about you? What's some good? Hold on, no. Did? Was it a cone no. or a bowl? Something, something that you made you happy. No, was it a cone or a bowl? It was a cone. What's something okay. that made you happy? Was it a waffle cone? Doesn't matter. D- I mean, it does. No, look, I'm just I don't asking. Hippo laws dictate that I don't have to get into the <laughs> the aspect of my ice cream. <laughs> just know that I had it and enjoyed it. I like. Now, I like. That you start, you're getting defensive about describing your ice cream experience. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you. I don't. I don't. And I won't. Oh. You're not getting another word out of me. I signed a confidentiality <laughs> agreement. Uh, name something oh. that made you happy there. <clears throat> There's actually been a few things. It's been a good month. Um. Sandman on Netflix was very good. I got one episode left of that because there was a bonus episode they put out, but I watched like the main series. Um, going to Gen Con, that was a fun trip. It was nice. I have missed my trips. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, I actually put on my HeroClix tournament, which I would have liked to have more people turn out, but it was a good time. It was a fun time. Um, you know, it was... <laughs> Talk about a hair because who cares? Nobody that listens to this cares about hair clicks. Um, you don't know, bef- uh, but before it happened, based on turnout, I was like, I'm just all right, cool. I'm not going to do one of these again. Just like screw it. Like, obviously, people don't want to support it, so that's cool. Like, not even a not even in a shitty way, just genuinely like, hey, people don't want to come, I won't do it again. And um, then it happened. You know, you see the camaraderie, you see people you haven't seen in a while, you see the people that showed up, and it was it was a fun time. And then I sat down and I did like the numbers where I went, okay, this is what I paid for this, this is what I paid for that, this is what I paid for this, cool. That's all the money that went out, all the money that came back in. And I went, hmm, I wasn't that far off from turning a profit, and I can do some other things maybe. So 
I might do another one. We'll see. We'll see. There you go. But I also was laughing at myself where I'm like, you know, I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do another one. And then, like, I'm already like, I could do another one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember the conversation. Sucker like I said. Um, So tell me. So what's some good that you did? You're a son of a bitch. You, sir, are a son of a bitch. I did it. I wanted to do it at the very last second. I know. I do love that we race to do that. Um, I'm trying to. There's always stuff, you know, little things. Um, and it's been a while since we recorded, so I'm like, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> um, I helped a friend get out of her own head last weekend to just enjoy herself. Um, that's good. Sa- same thing for Colossus too when we did our trip. Like he needed that trip just like all of us did, and we had a good time. So, good. so that was that's that's the good. Just helping out friends, just you know having a good time, not getting bogged down by the world. Yeah. What about you, Chuck? What's some good that you did? You know what? I just kind of put out good vibes. That's what I did. I just, just went out there. And I put out some good vibes. Whether good things happened from those good vibes, I do not know. I was not present. I am merely like the Johnny Appleseed of goodness. That's what I did. Johnny Spread. Good Vibes. Yep, Johnny Good exactly. Vibes. I'm the Johnny Appleseed with a lot less fleas and lice. <laughs> Throwing shade on Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed was a crazy man. But <laughs> he single-handedly... Put out a lot of fucking apple juice. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> he was, if you look into his life, that man was insane. However, he had a, he had a knack for making apple orchards. Say what you will. That man knew yep. how to get some apple trees going. That's right. He did. So he used him. All right. Well, let's talk about Boy Meets World. Yeah, I think we should. It's. I mean, it is a Boy Meets World podcast. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Let's not this week. I hate you because I'm so tempted to be like, all right. All right. Nah, 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 nah Just nah, start nah. the plugs. Just start yeah, the plugs. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. So Angela's Ashes. Um, we are going to go through this pretty quick because it is. It's a simple episode. It's it basically. Go ahead. It is A to B. There is no yeah. C plot, really. No. It's, I mean, and it's graduation all over again. It's Corey is obsessed with what's going on in Sean's life. He's ignoring what Topanga's doing. And then at the end, that bites him. And it's kind of, I don't, it's, it's a weird choice. I mean, I think it's the thing where the writers just wanted to reinforce what they kind of started leaning into in the last season or two here, where it's like they set up uh, Corey and Topanga as this like ideal couple and kind of because they probably didn't realize how the show was going to go into college. Like they were probably like, Oh yeah, we'll end it with graduation or whatever. So it's just like, it's a high school romance. And if we ever do something in the future, we can retcon it. And then they just kind of kept going with it. But to have, you know, Sean really be ready to like ask Angela to marry him. And then her just be like, well, I'm going to go. Because here's the thing. 
So, so for those that didn't watch the episode, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Seems like a weird flex. Angela's no, no, dad no comes. Pink, <laughs> Angela's dad comes back, says he's being restationed to Europe, and that he would like Angela to go with him and like experience Europe. And then Corey is encouraging Sean to not let her go because Sean tries to do the whole good guy thing that Corey did in high school with Yale. And my objection to it is this. At this point, Corey and Sean and them and Angela are at least finishing their two-year degree, probably. That seems to be about right because Jack and Eric are like finishing what seems to be a four-year degree. Yes. So Angela's 20 years old. Angela, as far as we know, because her mother, well, no, her mother is gone. So her father was the sole parent, sole guardian. So she moved around a lot. She was an army brat, but she spent her entire life up until the last two years of college with her father. Why, at 20 years old, does she need to go, as a young adult, go to Europe and spend time with her father? It's Europe, man. I mean, I get it, but, like, it was just weird. Like, they were really, I mean, because they really lean into the whole, you know, Sean didn't have time with his dad. But it's like, that's not what you're, that's not what we've been led to believe the situation was with Angela. Like, Sean, like we know what happened with Sean. Angela, it was just her mom wasn't around, and like I, it just, it felt a, it just felt weird. And like I, like I said, I get it because they were going for the whole, not every relationship is forever, not every relationship works out. And <clears throat> spoiler alert: there's two episodes left in the show, and the next two episodes are basically just wrapping up the show. So this was a way to have, like give Angela her own out. Like she gets a send off, she gets a goodbye, and then we deal with the main cast, basically. Sure. But it just it just didn't and maybe it's where my head's at. It just as an adult, it didn't strike me. Like when I was a kid, I know it struck me as like, oh yeah, but like as an adult, I'm like, no, you like you're supposed to be building your life. Like not uprooting yourself to because your dad's going to Europe. That's true. But also, but, it's Europe. I get it. I get it. If they leaned more into that of like it's an experience, because that's just it too. He's being stationed in Europe. You're not gonna. She's not gonna spend that much time with him. So like, just take that angle out completely. Yeah. You know, like make it literally be the Yale thing of like. I'm going to get to spend time in Europe. I am going to get to spend time with my dad and help him out. But like, I'm also going to get to experience European culture, travel, you know, that would have been better in my mind, but poop poop in one of their weird little toilets. Yeah. You're very poop centric today. You know, one of us has to be, (laughs) I don't think that's true. No, my Um, back hurts from carrying all this, all the poopy humor. (laughs) There is a minor C plot that I wish didn't exist, and that is Jack. Um, Jack expecting his father to pay for a website that's, I mean, you know, 
it was the craze at the time of like, but not for guys to like watch, watch me in my house, watch it's Jack, you know, whatever. It's it's Jack trying to be a Kardashian before the Kardashians, actually. Yeah, he's kind of ahead of his time. He is. Um, but the world I don't just like, wasn't ready for Jack. I don't like the Kardashians, so a pox upon his house. Well, but no. Okay. <laughs> Fushio. Um, it's it's the thing I, I think we talked about where Jack has just become like, and they lean into it here heavy. He's just become this self-centered, vain almost like butthole he, yeah and like he's almost become dumb in his own way like everyone talks about eric but like jack becomes like a mimbo or an airhead like of just like yeah. i'm good looking and that's all i've got i've got i'm good looking and i have money and it's like it's a himbo though you himbo sorry like a, a mimbo is weird mimbo is weird i mean you can, i think you know. that i think that's a very small himbo <laughs> Don't call back to pre-show stuff that doesn't exist in the recorded form anywhere. Um, a himbo, yeah, but yeah, it's just and it's like this is the this is the character that we were introduced to, you know, wanting to reconnect with his long lost brother. You know, him and like I've talked about him and Sean over and over again, being like, you know, we sh- we should be brothers, we should build relationships, and then he's just a dick like and like not an aggro one like he's not going around like kicking puppies but just (laughs) well we don't see it we don't see it i'll say that much but yeah it's just (laughs) hit girl meets world puppy kicker jack um (laughs) the headline of the first newspaper spin transition there is yep jack the puppy kicker killer oh man either way it's fine um and then of course there's the actual b plot which is that Corey is so fixated on sean that he's ignoring the fact that topanga is going to new york city to interview for i believe an internship at a major law firm which is the thing that everybody forgets that like when she like the whole thing about her getting into yale like was for law like the hippies grown up to become a lawyer she is the perfect approximation of boomer culture um and so then they end it with you know Corey flipping out a little bit being like why did no one tell Corey? everyone always has to tell Corey," which is cute but it's goofy and a little over the top yeah but and then that's where the next two episodes are going to be just a lot of that and it's because they're clip for those that have never watched the next two episodes, they always get me because they're clip they're clip shows, but they're clip shows that reinforce the whole notion that you've watched these people grow up. So, you know, you see Corey as that 12 year old, like you see adult Corey, you see Corey as a 12 year old, you see Corey as a teenager, you know, like you see, and it, it, it hits me in the nostalgia pretty hard. So I'm gotcha. looking forward to doing them. Sure. But yeah, do you have anything else you want to add about Angela's ashes? No. No. Not really. I mean, it was just, you know, the send-off episode for Angela. Yeah. That's it. That's that's all. That's it and that's all, man. I mean, there was one thing. As soon as, uh, as, soon as he walks in, Eric goes... 
I'm graduating. I'm smart. <laughs> and yeah. you know, Will, Will yeah. Friedle, America's National Treasure, did a very good job uh, with that. You did. That's all I'll say. That's what I'll. And I, and I will say you do have um, a bit more Will Friedle to look forward to in the next two episodes. So I better. You better. Yeah. No, I mean it's he's the part... only reason I'm here. He's an important part of the show, and the next two episodes are a retrospective of the show, so we get a fair amount of Eric, as we should. We better. Or I start stabbing. (laughs) We're not in the same room. Who are you going to stab? That's that's completely dependent upon whether or not you're lying to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I guess there's only one way to find out. So before you start the stabbings, anything that you would like to plug? Just regards. Just general regards. Regards. Okay. (laughs) As always, if you want more of me and who wants that, you can go to joepank.com, J-O-E-P-A-N-C.com. There's all kinds of links and goodies there and things you can find and hero clicks articles. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, if you don't like links and you are the person that likes to go directly to the source, you can go to joepank.threadless.com. All kinds of merch there, fun stuff. Um, you know, we're just a few months away from Halloween. I was going to say Christmas, which is also technically true, but give the gift of Joe this Halloween. Go buy some stickers and hand them out in trick-or-treat bags. I'm sure the children will be disappointed. Uh so if you want to, it'll be great. Either way, only one way to find out. Uh, There's several ways: by the stickers, by t-shirts, by the skateboards. God damn it, we have skateboards. You should buy all of them and then give the kids a choice. You should. That's you know. Put what? out a whole merch table, kids. Pick one thing you want. <laughs> move along. You'll be the most popular person in the trick or treat lineup. Turn your house into like a carnival game where they can get tickets that they can redeem for this. Listen, this is how you make money. So you turn your house into a haunted carnival. You charge them to play the games, to get the tickets that they can then turn in for all the merch that you bought from me. Foolproof plan. And you know what? The amount of tickets that's required for that merch is double the price you paid on the store. So you're just winning. Minimum, minimum double, minimum. Yeah, now I'm talking stickers. Oh, okay. You yeah, double stickers. The stickers. Yeah, you double stickers. You yeah, quadruple yeah. the t-shirts. And you like that ten times the skateboards. Yeah, exactly. That skateboard you said to Tony Hawk himself. And he'll be like, "Why did this person send me this?" No, um, he'll be like, "Dope," and then sign it and send it back because that's what he does. Is that is that Tony Hawk says dope? Probably. I mean, yeah. I bet my head he does. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Joe Pank or Cthulhu Holmes. Either one will get you there. You can follow me on Instagram at Cthulhu, or Cthulhu, no, at Joe Pank 36, where I do my first roll of the day every day, usually. Uh, you can, and as always, if you want this show uncut and unedited up to three days early of a date, you can go to patreon.com slash Joe Pank and give us as little as $2 a month. You get the entire show archive uncut and unedited until the beginning of time. And you'll be the first to know about any future Joe Pank projects. 
Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. I don't no, know where fine. I was going. I no, knew was I fine. wanted to help, but we were, you made it sound spooky, so we so were did still I. In, you're still in Halloween mode. That's why. You're still in Halloween yep. mode. We're thinking about that haunted carnival. <laughs> so tell me, Chuck. Mm-hmm. What did we learn this week? We learned that I'm bad with outros, and so are you. And I learned that Tony Hawk says dope. Until next week, do good. <laughs>